0: you. fast break podcast it's gerald glassford Come right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture twice a week every week wherever you get your podcasts plus also inside sports fantasy football game source and of course the great folks out there when it comes to what we do here each and every time out right there for you at lakersball.com go ahead and hit up Joe, aka Ox1947, at LakersBall.com. Plus, support his company today at Simblades. Simblades with dot y.com Plus, also, as well, every Friday morning right here at the Lakers Fast Break, go ahead and support Magic Man because he has a morning show like no other as Magic Man in the morning. Every Friday morning, we'll take the ugly wind still we'll take it we'll take it indeed but go ahead and check out magic man in the morning every friday morning right here at the lakers fast break plus also as well lakerholics.com go ahead and check out laker tom the number one lakers blogger who you know is happy right now along with jamie sweet yummy sweet big shout out to him go ahead and check out what they're doing today at lakerholics.com our good friend stone hansen shout out to you my friend i know you're on the road So go ahead and support him how you can by going ahead and checking out the Upside Swings NBA Draft podcast. Plus our good friend, John McAlian, give him a like and a subscribe as well. And if you could go ahead and like, subscribe, so you get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air each and every time out right here for you at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and all the great things that we do that you could support today. And if you can, It is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers coming off that stinging loss in Memphis on Wednesday had to hear a whole lot of talking, a whole lot of talking by Dylan Brooks. Blah, 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 blah. You know, LeBron's too old. Yeah, I don't respect anybody if they don't hit 40 on me. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like hot air coming out of him. Continuously, and LeBron said in his retort back, I don't care about all that stuff. In fact, I don't care about all that BS. He just wants to go out and play the game. And in that first quarter, the Lakers absolutely played that game like no other, their best quarter of the year, tremendous performance on both ends, and they destroyed the Memphis Grizzlies in that first quarter with the largest. Lead tie for the largest, uh, I guess, difference as far as 35 to nine. Such a tremendous performance on the defensive side of the ball, locked them down in that first quarter, really honed in, and basically they just stayed 15 to 30 points as far as the lead. It just kind of, just kind of, didn't get that gas pedal put down all the way. But you know what? They had enough over the next three quarters. Plus also as well, an ejection for Dylan Brooks for a low blow on LeBron James made it even more enjoyable as he got ejected. And despite hitting 22 points in a row in the fourth quarter for John Morant, for his team, the Lakers still pull out a win, 111-101. to 101. Very good team victory all around, especially on the defensive end. Could not say anything more great about how the defense played for three and a half quarters, really honed down a lockdown on the D. It wasn't until halfway through the fourth quarter, it kind of fell apart, but you know what? It was too little, too late for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'll take the 111-101 to 101 victory, and the Lakers now lead the series 2-1 to one in the first-round playoffs. And here today, two great guys indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Magic Man, Sean Grice. Magic Man in the morning. It is Sean Grice, the madman from Toronto, the guy who did get out of Toronto traffic in the second half to check out the game. And Magic Man, glad to have you here, my friend. Again, you weren't there, unfortunately, on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break for the awesome first quarter when Joe and I were just whooping it up. And that's the house party in Los Angeles. Everything is great at the Crypt. It wasn't pretty after that. But still, the Lakers absolutely got it done.
1: Oh, Gerald, uh, you know, the old saying, like, would you rather take an ugly win or a beautiful defeat? I mean, it's no contest, right? You take the ugly win. Um, Yeah, they sustained that, you know, 13 to 15 point lead for, uh, for a while there. Got it up to 20. Uh, Should be noted, the the largest lead that the Lakers had was 29. The largest lead that the Grizzlies had was zero. They didn't lead at all during Best the game. Out
0: of the day. Like Joe yeah. says, as long as the Lakers at the end of the game lead by one, that's all that matters.
1: That's all that matters. And 111-101, and it's a wire-to-wire victory for the Lakers. And you're right, Gerald. You know, John Morant had to go crazy there Uh, in the uh, late, third and fourth for the Grizzlies to claw their way back, both literally and figuratively. Um, He was the only guy hitting shots for them though, from, from beyond the arc, Gerald, Uh, there was a good game plan and a good, for the first
0: three quarters. Absolutely on job for,
1: for, for a good game plan of, of here, here's, here's the interesting stat of the, the night for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tyus Jones, 07 from the field, 05 from three. No, with three assists, two turnovers. Not an efficient game from him. Not an efficient game. Uh, Gerald, the Lakers. We've talked about this on the snack pack. We talked about it uh, after game two. Somebody, somebody needs to win the points in the paint. Eventually, it's it's just got to come to a head. Somebody's going to just pound the other one into submission tonight we did it we finally did it they kept hammering them in the post kept driving into the lane and eventually the grizzlies wilted gerald and it was a great effort by lebron to put the emphasis on himself to come out with the right kind of energy and everybody else followed suit uh he was 35 minutes 10 for 20 from the field He's five of seven from the free throw line, including four for four in the fourth quarter um twenty five points nine rebound nine rebounds, five assists. you know it's a it's kind of an average game for LeBron, but he he didn't need to play uh Superman tonight a d had thirty one and seventeen. he was Absolutely. he he played dominant tonight uh he was very active defensively as well. Um, you know, three blocks, three turnovers, only three personal fouls. So he had his best game of the series. We dominated in the paint, and we finally punched him in the mouth. And let's get game four, man!
0: Let's get game four, indeed. Once again, the Lakers do win, one eleven to one hundred and one. Also here today, good man, indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as part of Lakersball.com and also as well Simblades.com. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe. Good to have you here, my friend. You were part of our playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break live coverage. And you and I both saw, again, an amazing first quarter. They kind of held enough for most of the rest of the game. Still, we get the victory. And like you said, Joe, as long as they win by one, that's all that matters.
2: Yeah, they they were able to sustain the lead for two quarters. And this was after allowing a 10-0 run with a minute and a half left at the end of the second quarter. But this is the 2023 NBA culture. It's just 29-point leads just don't carry very long. Uh, Teams always seem to come back and get it back into the low teens. I swear, I don't even remember the last time that didn't happen, let alone the other way around. Uh, the Lakers' defense was phenomenal. Um, I think towards the end when Ja was doing his his uh, Kobe act where he was scoring 22 points in a row for his team, it was, uh, it was maybe a plan of, well, just let him do his thing and everyone else will be irrelevant when it matters, and that's pretty much what they did. Uh, the Lakers, if there is something to – if we're going to go Nick Saban here – uh, there's some things that you can work on which is uh your damn inbound pass <laughs> can you can you can you learn how to inbound the pat the ball not once not twice three freaking times you turned it over inbounding the goddamn ball can you fix that we're already dealing with missed layups uh with the, la- the last few years uh, can you at least inbound the ball uh, i can handle a, a little bit of missed layups cuz you're you're getting distracted or you know, maybe Triple J is scaring you, whatever. But there's no, absolutely no reason to miss those three times in the same game. There's a level of concentration in today's game that is so bad that I I don't know what can fix it. I don't know the fundamentals of inbounding a ball. Uh, you might be wondering why I'm picking on this. Well, guys, I watched the Lakers win a championship well actually win two games against denver in 09 in the western conference finals because of lousy inbound passing and i made jokes for years about that and i don't want to see my own team doing it (laughs) but uh, nonetheless uh the lakers came out the gate the way they should first time sellout at home playoff game in what a decade uh so very happy with that, and I don't know what we can take from this game to take it to game four. A little bit little bit of me says we're going back to Memphis 2-2, but if the Lakers can kind of, I guess, redo what they did in the first quarter of this game, then maybe we can uh, do what we were supposed to do, win the first two games at home, and then uh, – hopefully cut this, cut the series out in six.
0: I'd like to see it done in five, but you know, again, like you said, the way if Jaws going to be continuously playing like that, even with the hurt hand, uh, all it takes is just a little bit of support, which he didn't get today. And it could be a lot of trouble for the Lakers magic, man. uh, Wanted to throw it back over to you, my friend, when it comes to what you're seeing with the crowd joke, hit it on the head right there. First time in 10 years, in front of a full, arena and darvin ham mentioned in his post-game comments how tremendous the crowd was having the crowd there pumping them up especially in that first quarter it seemed to give the kind of energy the lakers exactly what was looking for that they didn't get on wednesday
1: yeah you you know something gerald uh you know there's sometimes there's electricity in the air and uh it it just is very kinetic and and once you hone in on it you you let it swell over you you don't really think about it this is what kobe talks about in the mamba mentality he talks about detachment detaching yourself away from all the all the external noise and that so they came together the crowd juiced them up and they came out with a tremendous effort i really hope that that i joe i think that is sustainable for the beginning of a game four. I really do Now, whether or not they want to continue on that, uh, on that um, let's just call it riding the lightning that's on them. They need to do that. But I think the start and the energy is definitely sustainable. A hundred percent great on the crowd. I mean, it was just uh, that was just 10 years of energy, just releasing all at once, Gerald. It was wonderful. So I, I'm hoping for, for a continuation of that in game four. Like I said, I think the, the the level of energy is sustainable. It's whether or not, like Gerald says, energy is great and effort is great too, but is there execution? Because they need to be all three, not just two.
0: One thing I wanted to ask you, though, bringing it back to Joe, and once again, the Lakers do win. 111 and 101 to take a 2-1 series lead in the first round of the playoffs between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Joe, I want to ask you this. Defense was the name of the game for the Lakers. And the reason I think they won this game, because as you and I commented on Lakers Fast Breaks playback.tv channel was the offense after the first quarter seemed a scattershot as far as inconsistent, still some issues on that end of the court, but Whatever they weren't able to muster up consistently on the offensive end, they made up for with a tremendous effort on the defensive end. Even through the first three and a half quarters, they were really good. I know Zangerstein is in the chat saying that we really played it and it did a great job on everybody else besides John Morant. I still think that on John Morant, we did well for the first three quarters before it went to the side. And then again, like like she said, that we really did a number on them as far as everybody else that's tried to contribute on the Memphis Grizzlies.
2: Well we had Anthony Davis play well in game one, not play well in game two. He uh, took a
0: he took a lot on himself. He he blamed himself. Yeah him.
2: it's and and that's that's always the discussion, right? I mean sometimes the team that you're playing against can can Put some trickery there that that if you're not good at adapting to it or switching it up, you're gonna you're gonna kind of reel throughout the throughout the game. But I don't think that should ever happen with a talent like AD. And I don't care how bad of a coach you are, I think you should be able to learn how to still adjust to, to your superstar's skills. Um, I don't know what the deal is with the statistics guy with with uh, AD. I feel like they don't give them blocks sometimes. AD is a wrecking machine under the basket. I mean, I, I don't even I, – I, is it just me or am I just living no. on AD Island on defense? That guy is something else on defense. I just – I don't understand how this guy has not – I mean, I know that he's missed time during the last few years, but I, I don't know how this guy hasn't won a defensive player of the year, even when he was in New Orleans. This guy is unreal on defense. And if you want to talk about why this team came out the gate the way they did, it was because of him on defense. And Vanderbilt was his Robin. I mean, Vanderbilt got to give some credit to Vanderbilt. My yes. God, that guy, that guy was jumping in the air. He, he might as well have been picking up quarters from the top of the backboard. That's how high he was. He was phenomenal. And that guy needs to get the the second place player of the game, because he was absolutely phenomenal. A lot of energy at the right place at the right time doing backdoor blocks. I mean, he was just off the ball. Defense was just phenomenal. Um, Another guy that played really well tonight was uh, D'Angelo Russell. He struggled shooting, but there was a control he had during the game that that was kind of allowed LeBron not to exert too much energy. LeBron was the only uh, negative in the plus minus with the start for, for the starters tonight. Um, And again, I don't know what that means anymore. Plus minus. I I look at it just for, you know, you know what and giggles, but uh, LeBron didn't look like he had to put too much uh, energy tonight again. And the Lakers ended up winning last time we saw that was game one. Uh, So it's, 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 it's an interesting theme that's being developed here. It looks like that LeBron, after 20 years, even though he's still dropping 25, <laughs> looks like he is officially second tier on this team. And bravo for his free throws. I want to give a shout out to LeBron and his free throws. He didn't shoot a lot tonight, but he did. He, I don't know. It just seems like he keeps making them now. He does not missing as many. And also A.D. A.D. was really good at the line tonight. A.D.'s stats were 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 just as good as his uh, effectiveness on the court. And, geez, I, Rui, how about Rui? Rui? Again. I mean, Rui was a surprise acquisition for the Lakers this year. I didn't really know much about Rui, I'll be honest. I didn't know much about him. I really never really paid attention to his game. I just knew he was an NBA player. But boy, I don't know what happened during that DNP. He ignited something in himself, and I heard again Lebron said something to him, and it, it just it took him to some place where it doesn't seem like he's coming back from. And I hope he doesn't ever come back because uh, you can safely say in terms of the uh, role player, the third, the the, the 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 important role player, or what they used to call the X factor he has been a huge x-factor and he has played a huge part in the lakers winning two of the first three games in the series and if he continues to play like this the lakers can make mistakes and not hurt themselves in these games as well however mistakes lakers i don't know what they can do to fix this layup missing problem or this inbound problem but please please fix it before game Four. And please try to take Game Four like you did Game Three, so we can go up three-one. And I, I just don't see Memphis win three a three-in-a-row at that point. So, unless somebody gets hurt on the Lakers, that's that's major. So let's let's keep that let's keep that going. And I know a lot of us, you know, we're in the game, guys. We're in every play and every sequence. So, go so, ahead, John.
1: Yeah. No, I was going to say, uh, Joe Joe brings up uh, some very 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 sound points about <clears throat> Anthony Davis. The only problem is, is that technically the rule is, is that it's only considered a block when the ball is traveling in an upward apex. So even if you're going in for a layup and you bring the ball down to your hip and then bring it back up, that wouldn't count as a block. Uh, he Joe. What he is doing, though, is leading the NBA in deflections in the playoffs, and he's leading the league in blocks. He's averaging four blocks a game. He's averaging four deflections a game. That's huge. That's huge. Deflections should be an, a standard stat in the NBA. Uh, I don't know why it's not. It 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 it's been used for decades. It it should be a, an actual stat that's counted um that's just as integral because he's not getting credit for steals either but oftentimes what happens joe somebody will walk, somebody will come into the lane the but they'll bring the ball down to their hip to try and get around his alien-like arms and they can't really do much so you're stuck between a rock and a hard place if i go up and the ball is up he's gonna block it if i bring it down maybe he gets a deflection or a steal. So it, it, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a double-edged sword there when you're going into the lane with him. And, and like you said, he probably should get credit for a lot more blocks than he does, but that's just the way the, the cookie crumbles with that rule. It's a terrible, it's a terrible rule.
0: It's, uh, oh, great. I just want to say, Scarlett, you know Will Farrell's a huge L.A. sports fan. Absolutely huge LA sports fan. I know he's been. We saw him at the Kings game. Saw him here tonight. He's always at the Trojan games. He loves his SoCal sports. So I'm going to give him a lot of props on that. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Is he from LA? Uh, Let me let me check. Let me check. I'm going to do right now.
2: It's kind of puzzling how he could be such a huge LA fan.
0: He is a huge LA. Yeah. He well, he graduated from USC. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Then okay, that makes sense because I mean, a guy that lived in New York for 12 years doing SNL or however long he was there. Uh, yeah, he's
0: born in Irvine
2: oh oh yeah for sure then <laughs> the Went to
0: USC yeah that's why he's that's why he's always at the USC football games Go so a-
2: another another point I wanted to make about the game there's this um there's this adjustment uh per quarter that that teams have to make it's 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 just I, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around if there's ever going to be a solution to this or some kind of consistency to it, I don't know if necessarily it ever will be, at least not for the, to the near future. We are not, we are, we have a fit. I mean, we're officially out of what the NBA used to be. We, we, we were mentioning it on playback. Well, let's see if we can get LeBron and AD the rest of the fourth quarter. God, God those, those guys, those seriously, those days are gone. It's over. We're never going to see that again. <laughs> um, But the Lakers sustained virtually a high teen lead pretty much all second half until that last what few minutes when, when pretty much the game was in hand. Anyways, so there is some positive in this, in the positiveness in the in the sense that they sustained the lead for a very long time. They kept these guys at bay no matter what they were doing, no matter how hot John Morant was. So there needs to be some credit there, uh, and I I don't know I. I I I, I went into this series thinking there's a couple things that have to happen for the Lakers to win the series. Uh, Some of it has happened, but there's also things that have, that the Grizzlies are doing that warrant their second seed. So I'm going to say if the Lakers win uh, Monday, they're likely going to win the series. If they don't, this is probably going seven. And it's because you got AD and LeBron, you can't ever bet against them. But that's but a tough it, ask winning twice. But that's that's tough to ask to win on the road, game twice. seven, against the two seed. So, if I'm Darvin Ham, because you guys blew it in game two, you make up for that game by winning both games at home. Then you control your own destiny officially. And then if for some reason you lose three in a row after that, then that's on you. You, you, you. you no one can argue against or for it anymore. But I don't see the Lakers winning losing three in a row if they win Monday. And that's that's what I'm looking at it. That's how I'm looking at it.
0: Once again, the Lakers do win 111 to 101. It's Gerald Glassford along with Joe Soro, aka Knox 1947 from Lakersball.com, and also as well the magic man, Sean Grice. Sean. When you saw about what was going on with that first quarter, the tremendous first quarter that the Lakers had, and and you saw them sustain a defensive intensity for, let's say, let's say three quarters. Let's just say three quarters for all intents and purposes. Fourth quarter, they kind of let it get away from a little, but hey, they still pulled out a, a double-digit victory. When it comes to what you saw with that defensive intensity, I know a lot of, we we on this show, we give Darvin Ham a lot of flack on this show uh, and it was called out by FL 24. How much of today's victory do you give to the Lakers and how much do you give to Darvin ham on today's victory?
1: Mm. I'll give coach ham a lot of credit for tonight, Gerald. Uh, okay. th- it was, it was a great defensive game plan. He did, he did come out uh, and they did try and assert themselves. Look, th- the rebounding numbers are what they are, but th- w- I- For the most part, Gerald, I felt we boxed out. We didn't allow a lot of second-chance opportunities, especially in the first half. Mm -hmm. Um, We limited them in the fast break again, Gerald. This is is the third game now in this series, and they've only played three, that Darvin Ham has held the Grizzlies to under 20 fast break points a game. That's huge. That's huge. He's eliminating one element of their offense and defense that they use as kind of like a tentacle for other things that they're able to do. But when you lose a guy like Steven Adams and you lose a guy like Brandon Clark and I mean, Dylan Brooks basically took himself out of the game today. uh, They lose, they lose a lot of their feistiness, Jill. They do. They just don't have as much bite when those guys are not in the lineup. Yes. They do a lot of this, but there's not a lot of balls behind what they do. That's a thing. Uh, that that's what a lot of 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 MBA um, astute observers have noticed is that they don't really want to back up a lot of what they say unless they're front running. If they're coming from behind and have to scratch and claw, their that that's not their game. That's not their game. So, uh, to me. Coach Ham has has taken a huge element of of what they do and thrown it back in their face, um, and good for him, because you know now we're up to one, uh, you know, and I will take the win today. I don't care that we blew we blew that big lead, but I will say this, Joe, and I like to be heard on this because I I think I have my thoughts together now, and I I I, I have a, a comparison to make with this idiot. Dylan Brooks is trying to come off like he's he's Dennis Rodman or he's Vernon Maxwell or he's Metta World Peace. Well, the big difference between those guys and him is about seven rings and playoff after playoff after playoff performance. Look, if you want to be a pest, you gotta back it up. You gotta have these. You gotta, once you have these, then you can do the talking. Th- this guy is a punk, Gerald. He doesn't let his play do the talking. And we're talking about the playoffs, okay? One of the greatest NHL playoff performers was a guy by the name of Claude Lemieux. And people are saying, who? Exactly. He will not be listed in the top 1,000 points scored in NHL history in the regular season. He's top 10 in goals scored in the playoffs. Now, you'll say, well, how does that work? Well, it works when you're a pest and you can do your job at the highest level. And he did. He was a pest. He got under people's skin. He let his play do the talking. He didn't talk and then go out and play. And he's got four rings for it. Clay Thompson was right. He was right and he was wrong. He was wrong when he called Triple J a bum. Triple J isn't a bum. Triple J is a very good player. Yeah. I just think I, I just think that was a lot of just Clay just trash talking. He, well, was was right still- ab- he was right about Dylan Brooks. Nobody will remember this guy the second he is done yeah. playing basketball. So well, I've, I I'm sick and tired of people pointing to him as like the pest, the agitator. He's not. He's a bug. He's a bug on a windshield. Sorry, Dylan. No, I'm not sorry.
0: Well, again, uh, thanks so much, Search, and everybody out there. Alex, great questions as well. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I will say, though, Sean, before you go ahead and type back in, before you go to type back in, I want to ask you this. When it comes to the Lakers and what you saw, and I'll get, get to you in a second, Joe. Uh, When it comes to the Lakers and Dylan Brooks and the low blow that caused him to be ejected from the game against LeBron, uh, we saw something similar from James Harden, uh, who was ejected, and a lot of people questioned that, uh, where Joel Embiid tried to kick and only got a technical foul. Your thoughts, uh, should he have been ejected, uh, Dylan Brooks, seeing how the other games have been refereed on? and. And uh, as far as how some things have been, you know, obviously with Draymond as well, have some things have been qualifying as an ejection and others have not.
1: You know what, Gerald? Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll give the refs credit. Sometimes you've got to read a situation and maybe they just saw that, you know what, there's no way of cooling him down. We just got to bail. So I, I give them credit for that situation because it, it seemed like he wasn't going to cool down. At that point in time, LeBron was 7 of 12 from the field. He had 15 points. He was cooking him. And what? there was nothing Brooks could do to, to prevent it. So he, he, he does these stupid things. Some, some guys, when the limelight is on them, they get to talking. I've seen it before. You guys have seen it before. It just it hits different, and they just do something stupid. He just reacted in a stupid fashion, Gerald, and it cost him. It yeah. cost him. And I, again, I'll give the referees credit. They obviously read the situation and thought, no, he's not going to cool down. He's still fired up. So, so see you later. Come back for Absolutely. game four.
0: And Hoodie Ham was on Twitch. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you in Game Four. And we're looking to get another victory for the Lakers in Game Four, indeed. Once again, it's the Lakers winning, one eleven to one hundred and one. Joe, I bring it back over to you, my friend. Question I have for you is: Rui Hashimura. Again, we talked about him earlier. You were, at, you know, noting how motivated he has been since he got that coach DMP, but three, four, almost a month now going on and since then he's been the consistent player he never has been before in his career your thoughts on what is driving him outside of obviously getting a new contract this
2: summer confidence and, and money is are two are go hand in hand they're like peanut butter and jelly uh, what ignited the confidence i believe came from maybe motivation to not playing which you can only Admire Rui for that. He didn't look at it as a "Hey, I'm being uh, I'm being disrespected." No, he didn't. He went back probably to the coach. Again, I heard LeBron talk to him. He's like, "Guys, what can I do to make this work?" Well, looks like whatever they told him, he took the heart. He worked on it the short amount of time he did, and it, it, it ended up. <laughs> changing the whole dynamics of this series alone. His performances the last three games are crucial to getting this team beating the Memphis Grizzlies. This is a big win should the Lakers win this series. You're talking about a seventh seed beating a two seed, a two seed that was on a hot streak coming into the playoffs. Granted, they're missing a few of their top guns, but they were still winning without those two. And you know that's that's kind of how things fall fall in in, in sports sometimes. Sometimes you can't go all the way with 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 the guys you started with. But there, you know, Rui is just um, it's a it's a breath of fresh air. It's something there that I wish he would go to Beasley and kind of insert as well. Beasley Beasley hitting from three a couple times a game is is, is is could be the difference between the Lakers winning every game versus struggling to win games. I mean, he's that. Important if he can hit those shots, but the Lakers have enough depth of guys who can actually do things. Guys like Schroeder, guys like Russell, guys like Rui, guys like uh, Austin Reeves. You have enough of those players in and around the two stars to where we're not gonna. It's not going to be crucial if one or two of those guys doesn't hit because the other two or three are going to hit. My only problem with the Lakers is there is a fundamental and this. Goes with obviously this goes to, to uh, Darwin Ham as well. There are fundamental lapses that should not be happening. Please stop making those mistakes. If you run a play incorrectly, if you don't get the bounce pass going your way, even if you miss a layup because you had a lot of distraction and somebody might have pushed you and they didn't call it, fine. But stop turning the fuck, freaking ball over on passing on passes from the from the sidelines. Stop doing that. And stop shooting threes from the logo when you don't have to. These are the small things that I would prefer I would like them to, to fix right now. Like stop doing them. And I believe after that it'd be fine. Uh great win. Uh absolutely great win actually. I enjoyed I enjoyed the game even though it was you know these these days no lead is safe but i enjoy the game anytime you win you enjoy the game uh i'm gonna be waiting here to see what the what the plan is for monday and uh hopefully they come out the gate the same way
0: absolutely indeed once again the lakers do win 111 to 101 as they make now a two to one lead over the memphis Grizzlies in the first round of the nba playoffs magic man uh wanted to ask you this and thank you hoodie Hey! Despite being a Memphis fan, we are absolutely just thankful for anybody who subscribed, and we truly appreciate it on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. We are just so glad. We we just cannot thank you enough for subscribing, Magic Man. When it comes to what you're seeing, though, with uh, you know the 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 other players besides LeBron and AD, you saw the great performance again from Rui, who stood up once again giving you what he needs, but you also saw better games from Austin Reeves. He wasn't an I am him game, but still solid game as well. And then you also got D'Angelo Russell, who made those cryptic comments a few days ago about how he's not a point guard for the Lakers and just a basketball player. Well, tonight, despite not shooting well, still gave you what you needed as far as in the offense, still being able to to distribute the ball, played good enough defense, 17 points, seven assists, Austin Reeves, 13 points, but a plus eight and a plus 13 combined a plus 21 for both those players to see the kind of help and support for AD with 31 and 17 and LeBron with 25, nine and five. That's exactly what you need in order to go ahead and get the job done.
1: Yeah. hundred percent, Gerald. You know, and a lot of the strengths that uh, a lot of our guys have came out tonight. I mean, Look, we'd all, we'd all love Vando to be a better finisher, be a little bit better from the three, have a dribble-drive game a little bit. But you know what, Gerald? When he does really well, he did really well tonight. He initiated a few fast breaks. I, I counted three in the second quarter alone because all he's doing is boxing out, grabbing the rebound, and his eyes are down the floor. I'm not sure if this is uh, playing with a LeBron necessarily, but it just seems that guys who have a knack for for passing or you know obviously uh, that's more their forte they they seem to get accentuate their skill a little bit more playing with LeBron. Kevin Kevin love uh is a good example Kevin love turned into uh well he was always a good passer but yeah. he 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 turned he he started launching those you know 58 65 footer Go ahead, Gerald. Seems like no, no. Roll, roll
0: one up is saying Trey Young would have had a fifty plus in either of these defenses tonight.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not sure about that. I, I what? Well, who the, said the, that? That's highly uh, questionable.
0: On YouTube. Uh, but who thank said you that? For watching, roll it one up. Thank roll you. Up. Thank There's you. There's no one on
2: the planet other than Ja that could have done what Jaw did tonight. Did you see how fast that guy was moving? That guy made Derrick Rose look like AC Green. He was a jet. I hadn't seen a guy run like that. I, I didn't even see AI with that kind of speed. John Morant has a gear, I, I really, I don't think I've ever seen. It's Usain Bolt-like. Oh, my it's Usain God. Usain
1: Bolt-like.
2: It yeah, is. there's no one. Trey Young, oh, my God, give me a break. First of all, yeah, there's no, no. No one could have done what John Morant did tonight. Not Trey Young, not AI, not Kobe, Not maybe Michael Jordan uh, his first five years in the league. That's it. Um, but yeah, you're no, no, no. That was I, I don't I haven't seen speed like that. I, and I say that because I didn't see Michael Jordan, I wasn't old enough to see Michael Jordan the first four or five years in the league. I, and think- I I saw I saw games on ESPN Classic where I was like, dude, now I really truly know what this guy was when he first came in the league. He was a freaking alien, he was an alien of an alien.
0: Rolling up. I'm just going to say right now, you you got Trey's got a little bit more to worry about about how much rather than just what he would do against the Lakers or Grizzlies. He's got a he's got a team in Boston. He has to go ahead and try and uh, see if he can actually repeat yesterday's performance again. So uh, you know, let him focus on that before you get the comparisons in there. I I, I
1: think I think one of the biggest uh, issues you're going to have in Game Four is that. You can't really take much out of that second half, Gerald. Not yeah. not really, not really. You were up what? by 20 for yeah. most for most of the the game. Uh lead got trimmed. They got it with it, but for they got it within 11. They didn't get it within single digits ever in the game. Um so I don't think a lot could be taken away in that second half. I think you need to uh, learn what happened in the first half and try and commit that to the fourth game again because Memphis didn't have any answer for that. Z's right. Z said that the Lakers stopped playing their their offense in the last five minutes of the second quarter. Singerstein is correct. I agree.
0: Well, I will say, Hoodie has got a good point. Uh, if it goes six, uh, you know the Lakers you know, could win a game four is going to be a key. So, if the, you know, he thinks that the Lakers win could go to you know, be only a six game series, but if it goes back to Memphis, he's a Memphis fan. He's obviously leaning on the side of Memphis in the seven game series. But as Joe and I also say as well, uh, that it is something that again, if it does go back to Memphis for game seven, it will be very tough because I will give all the props to Memphis's home crowd on being very loud. And obviously they were very good in the uh, regular season from home. So, That's going to be a tough ask for the Lakers to win twice in Memphis, but can't say they can't do it yet. So we'll see, but let's, let's worry about game four. That's coming up here on Monday, but before we do one last thought about what's going on with game three, again, another great performance in that first half. Joe, do you see them coming out in game four, much like you did in game three?
2: It's the same result. Even if they did, I think uh, Memphis will adjust and adapt. And then if things don't go well, we're going to start blaming Darvin Ham again. So get ready for that. Uh, I'd just be, I just would be happy if we stopped making mistakes. Now, even in that first quarter, when we were up 35, uh, nine, it probably should have been 45 to nine. They, they, they were missing point blank shots and layups. So, but a lot of that might be because you're concentrating so much on defense and that's something that tends to happen as well. So I'm willing to set it aside. Uh, That's just kind of (laughs) how, that's how it is. But I don't know. I have, I haven't gotten a feeling yet of what's going to happen in game four. If anything uh, I'm worried that Memphis is going to come out desperate, which could be a problem for the Lakers. So uh, the Lakers are going to have to match that intensity and they're going to have to devise a plan to guard Ja enough to where they can still uh, keep the guys around them at bay, and then repeat the uh, repeat the performance that AD had tonight. And LeBron played 36 minutes, which, I mean, low impact 36 minutes is pretty darn good, but. You have to win this series for that to matter. Because if you can win this series with LeBron not having to do too much, you're going to get a little bit more in the second round. And then if you play Sacramento, let's say in the second round, just for you know what and purposes. Um, and I say that Sacramento because I feel like it's never going to you know if, if Golden State wins, chasing around pool and. And Steph and Clay is exhausting. So we need to, we we would need to get lucky there and and, and beat Memphis and then play Sacramento. And then you could probably keep LeBron a little rested in that series until you probably meet Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals.
0: I don't know. That Denver team is pretty damn tough.
2: Well, maybe. Maybe. I'm
0: leaning towards Denver right now. i Maybe. Just saying leaning. I, I
2: picked wow. them I picked them to go all the way, but there's one thing that I've understood a very long time in the NBA when you have a all time great that's still playing well and a and a good supporting cast, you you're going to. You're going to have the upper hand no matter what's going on. I know Jokic is a two-time MVP. I know Jamal Murray is really, really good, and I know they got a good coach there. But, you know, Durant decides that he wants to take over in particular spots in the game. That's the part that's going to be difficult to uh, to stop. But that's that's for the future right now. We need to focus on the Lakers beating Memphis. Lakers, here's my message to you now that we're coming down on, you know, to the, to the last minutes here of the show. You need to win this game. Why do you need to win this game? You win this game, you control your own destiny in winning the series. And if you do that, that means you at least win this thing in six. So if I'm Darvin Ham, I sit those guys down on Sunday night and go, all right, guys, tomorrow night you win, you will beat a two-seed likely. You will 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 be one game away from beating a two-seed. And – Let's let's get this thing done. Let's let's make some history. Let's be the first seven seed to win it all. Um go, that's that's as simple as I can get it. There's no really other ways to go about this. You know, all this Dylan Brooks crap. Dylan Brooks is someone who's bored and wanting this wants to kind of get attention. Uh even when he's talking smack, he doesn't look like he really. Is confident in his smack talk. It's very empty. There's no fullness there. Now I didn't. I, I jinxed it. I, I'm gonna admit I jinxed it. I I said something at, at playback today. I said at least he's not hitting anybody in the nuts. I don't know if anybody even heard me say that. I might have said it before too. And then all of a sudden he hit him in the nuts. I'm going. What the hell? Who? Who? What? Like. I, I I'm I I dislike Draymond Green more than I dislike. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks thinks he is a bad guy in wrestling. I think Sean said that, right? Sean, mm-hmm. you had mentioned yes. that, right? That's yes, a very, Sean. very true statement. He thinks he's a bad guy in wrestling. The only problem is he's got no pop. So it's not going to really last long. And hitting people in the nuts is stupid. That's a. a it's just stupid. Like, dude, come on. It's uh, you, stupid. This is, basket, this is basketball. This is not you know, slap dick freaking backyard fighting here. Come on. So Dylan Brooks, if I'm, if I'm the coach and I'm talking to Dylan Brooks, I'm like, dude, you want to talk smack. You want to get under your, the, 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 the opposing team's players skin. Fine. What the hell are you doing? Slap slapping people on the, on the, that, that looked deliberate, man. Come on. We're not blind. There's 50,000 cameras looking at you. So that's, that's my, that's my button on this. Again, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of the really cool plays tonight. I enjoyed the win, and uh, I'm just I'm ready to, for Monday though. I'm ready to get to Monday. You know, maybe maybe he learned a lesson tonight because when
1: they asked Dylan Brooks his thoughts on the game tonight, he declined to comment. Gerald didn't have a peep to say. Hmm. Now, normally I hold my powder here. But uh, since it is Dylan Brooks, Gerald, uh, we were talking on playback. I don't normally listen to the games with the sound on. Gerald, Joe, all all our colleagues kind of know this. So a friend of mine sent me a little snippet of what Doris Burke had to say about Dylan Brooks tonight. As he was leaving the floor because he was ejected, Doris Burke had this to say. Now, Doris Burke doesn't necessarily diss people. She's never really done that. But this is the nicest thing she had to say about Dylan Brooks. He doesn't really provide any athleticism on the floor. And he doesn't really provide any shooting on the floor. Exactly. So what does he provide? Gerald, all we're missing is the... I hope people... Uh, In game four, show up with uh, the red noses for him just to show him what a clown he is because all that's missing is the the floppy shoes and the white makeup and you would have a clown on the court. And that's what we're going to dub him. Dylan Brooks, you are the clown of the court.
0: Well, again, you know, we commented on how maybe – him being ejected was a bad thing for the Lakers simply because of the fact of how bad he was shooting and bad, how normally he shoots and how, you know, offenses want him, you know, defenses want him to shoot because of how bad a, a offensive player Dylan Brooks usually is. So that's something I think that a lot of people got in mind. And I think it allowed jaw to take over even more because Dylan wasn't trying to chuck up shots and maybe try to take up too much of the offense. So, We'll see what happens on Monday. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 111 to 101. Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out, my friend?
2: Win game four.
0: Sean, any last thoughts, my friend, on the way on?
1: You know what, Gerald? I'm hoping that Darvin Ham has a good night's sleep, wakes up with a cup of coffee or whatever energy drink he needs to get through the morning comes up with a great game plan for game four let's come out with that same attitude i'm not sure if the execution will work again gerald but we can hope for the same energy let's go let's get game four i'm ready
0: as joe and as sean as intel wild and everybody else in the chat room i give a special thank you but as joe intel wild and everybody else there is saying win game four indeed but once again it is the lakers fast break search and destroy, Johnny 2K6, Intel Wild, Zangerstein, Hoodie, big shout out to you on Twitch and thank you so much for subscribing. You know, Alex, been sensational in the chat. Everybody that's been a part of what we're doing here, just thank you so much. It just cannot thank you enough for all the support, all the great comments. You know what, even you rolling up, you know what, even though you've been throwing out those those things on the on the chat room, we truly appreciate you being part of what we're doing, watching incredible daniel as always giving us those great comments as well thank you so much adam everybody that's been a part of today's sh- chat the gr- the best lakers chat that's out there is nowhere else than right here at the lakers fast break so for joe sorrow at Simblades.com and lakersball.com and magic man in the morning host sean grice it's gerald glassford please like and subscribe so you can get the latest notifications on where we go live on the air and remember monday night for the game join us playback.tv slash lakers fast break you will hear joe uncut sean uncut and so much more and then you'll get us right back after the game on the best post game for the lakers that's out there you can't find it anywhere else but right here at the lakers fast break podcast lakers win lakers win